0: Citizens, it's Vincent Jones, aka Citizen Jones, here with another episode of Quarantine and Chill, a daily podcast where we talk to LGBTQ people from around the world, learning more about their story and how they are experiencing the coronavirus pandemic, or what I affectionately call the zombie apocalypse. So grab a drink with or without alcohol and tag a few friends on the socials to join you for this hiki. And let's quarantine and chill. You know you can't go nowhere, hell no.
1: So we have Steve in Nairobi, Kenya. We're going to talk a little bit today on Quarantine and Chill. So first, Steve, we're going to start off with some hot topics. Oh, that's hot. We have this. We have this show in the US called The View. So you know, at the beginning of the show, they do like hot topics where they they talk about stuff going on in the news. We're going to do yeah, that. Yeah, first. yeah, yeah. So one of the things I've heard about lately is how um, some French doctors are talking about they want to test um, a possible virus. I mean, a possible um, cure for the coronavirus in Africa. I no. you that story?
2: Yeah, I've heard about, about the story. What, what do you think about that? Uh, I don't think it's quite right because um, for me, I think like um, Africa is being taken as if. It's like uh, we're rats, we are like monkeys. So like everything, uh, if there is a drug that needs to be tested, it needs to be tested in Africa. That's not quite right. we all humans. And uh, this thing about racism, about... Uh, People where they come from—it's total bullshit, by the way. It's total bullshit. And the, the French—they could, they can, do, they can test their people, the ones that in, are in, uh, are in France. Why should they come and test people who are in Africa? That's quite not right. It's quite like we're making Africa look like a, it's a country where we don't have say, we have nothing to do because most of the African countries—I'll say, I say—all of the African countries depend much on the european countries for financial aids or kind of mm-hmm. stuff but that that doesn't make africa a rat or like a testing uh like people like a testing kit we are not we are not testing we are not test, uh we're not uh what is it called lab rats or anything of that sort so they should like literally test people who are in their country before them deciding like that vi- that vaccine is quite okay. They shouldn't shouldn't come and start doing testing with Africans. We are not lab rats.
1: Are there some people in the country who feel um, like they're willing to try anything, even though they may agree that they're not lab
2: lab rats? Are there some people saying, well, if they think it'll work, I'm willing to try it? Most of the people that I've heard talking about this, none of them are saying it's quite okay because, okay, for me, I'll say, it's okay for me to be, to be, uh, to be injected with the drugs for it to be tested. It's quite okay, but the thing is why is it only in Africa? Why right. should it be in? We should try over the it world? Maybe, all over the world, like let's do it in the US, let's do it in Europe, let's do it in Asia, let's do it in Africa. We see how how the vaccine will react in everybody's bodies, but now if you're saying like, let's only do it in Africa, it means there's racism in there because you're Blacks or what? That's why you, uh, they have to test to do the drug with us. No, that's not quite right. It's quite wrong. I, I agree with that. I agree
1: with you. On a different topic, but related, right now there's been this um, social media craze um, that's taken over the uh, like TikTok and Instagram especially that came out of Africa, yeah. the Don't Rush Challenge. Have you heard about that? Don't? What? Sorry? Don't rush. Don't rush. And be like, yeah, son, don't rush and then they'll have it start i think it started with some people who are um, like some beauty bloggers and they will do mm-hmm. it'll be like one woman looking like in her um she's in a robe but her hair is not done and then she has like a, a makeup brush and she'll put the makeup brush to the camera and then come back pull it back oh, yeah. and she'll be all like dressed up and everything and they have like Women in African print and everything else. Have you seen those videos?
2: Yeah, yeah, I've seen those videos. They're quite trending all over all over right now. Everyone is doing the doing the videos. And do you think that um, are you
1: seeing people doing a lot of that because they're bored and are everybody's like locked up locked in on quarantine and finding ways to make this more fun?
2: I think um, this lockdown quarantine thing has literally made people, okay, for me, I'll say some people have, uh, they've literally gained to know that they have talents which are hidden, which they never knew. They have mm. such kind of talent because some people are going through TikToks with this Instagram stories kind of things. So I'll say like um, somehow it's making people to see that they have talents that are hidden in them. And then also it's like, it's, uh, right now, because of this quarantine, it's it's like everything is coming out. People are like uh, they're just people are just being bored at home, so they're literally trying to see how they can make themselves cheerful, how they can do something that's not usual to them to their uh, daily routine, so that they can keep themselves busy. They can uh, they can remove their minds out of out of this pandemic, so that they can be just normal and the fear and the just the fear to get away from them because you know one thing about this uh COVID, once you get the fear, it just shuts you down. As long yeah. as you're strong, you know, like okay, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm following the rules, but you, you don't have the fear, you quite be okay. But once you get the fear, you, you're gonna be terrible. What 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 hidden talents have you found that you have? <laughs> <laughs> uh I will say I, will say I, I, I literally figured out that I've been I've been suppressing myself on my acting career. Literally, I haven't done I haven't been doing this TikTok challenge or anything. But uh, I got to know that I'm I'm good in dancing. Literally, I've mm-hmm. been hiding myself out of that, and literally I've also been suppressing my acting car- my acting career so much. So yeah, what song uh, What song is really popular right now in, in Nairobi? Ah, uh, which song will I say? Uh for me right now say most people are listening to there's this song by Diamond Platnums called JJ. Yeah, 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 that one. And then there's this um Kenyan band called Um Heart the Band. There's a song that is called El Shaddai. El Shaddai,
0: El Shaddai,
2: El Shaddai. Yeah, yeah, those are two songs like literally are uh, training so much with people. Okay. So tell me more about yeah. you. What's your, what,
1: have you always lived in um, Nairobi? Are you from, you're born and raised in Nairobi?
2: I mean, no, I wasn't born and raised in Nairobi. Um, I was born and raised in Mombasa mm-hmm. in the coastal region of Kenya. Yeah. That's where I grew up. But uh, in my secondary, I just, uh, when you're in a boarding school, you get to interact with people from different culture, get mm-hmm. to appreciate their culture, how they they interact, how to handle people. By the way, when you're in boarding school, you literally get to ha- to know how to handle people. Basically, how to control your your tempers, how to learn this person cannot understand this, this person cannot understand this, whatever you're saying, some other person will interpret it wrong. Moreover, just get to understand people basically who they are and I appreciate people from different backgrounds. And that's what has taught me a lot in life right now. I appreciate everyone, no matter how where someone is from, where he's not, it may be upper class, it may be lower class, you just appreciate them the way they are. And what and what kind of work do you do um when normally? Normally no me I'm a student. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. And what are you studying? Uh, I'm doing international relations. And and what do you, and so international relations, so, um, but now you might be switching
1: over to acting or something more creative, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, it sounds like that. <laughs> it sounds like that, but um, <laughs> I haven't, you know, unless, until I finish, no, I can't, literally right now, I can't stop wherever I'm, I'm, I'm almost finishing my studies, so I can't stop and then maybe like, say like, I'm throwing this away. No. I'll just embrace whatever I'm doing as long as I've, I've known I, I have I'm into arts I love art so much um definitely whatever I'm studying it can I can help in arts to to grow the arts sector to make it mm. be a better place for the generations to come even for my kids who knows maybe my kids will take will take it from me so I can't just say that uh, because I'm an art person, who knows? Even I can be. I can still be. In, I can still do my career and also do my arts. So it's
1: what? What is the art scene like in in Kenya overall? Like, what's it like for an artist? Are there a lot of theaters or art schools? Like, what is? Do so you say you want to grow the art
2: scene? What does that mean? And what does it look like now? For the art school, I'll say wherever for arts right now. I'll say from wherever it began till right like now, there's a change. Is a diverse because literally it has grown. People have started embracing. Long time ago, you couldn't tell your parents or you couldn't tell your your siblings you wanna do acting or you wanna be a musician or you wanna just be a dancer. No one would listen. They'll tell you like that's that's bullshit. What are you doing? That's that wouldn't in that would give won't give you food in your table. Parents out here in mostly in Africa, like literally, say they just want you to do a collab. Uh, what is it? White white collar job, right? That's what mm-hmm. they want you to do. So they don't think like basically your talent can make you grow, can bring you to some place where no one has ever expected. So, but literally right now it's changing so much. But I wouldn't say it's much more diverse than the way the Western culture is and the way the Western arts is, has developed so much. But we're getting there with time. We'll definitely get. will definitely get there.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And yeah. oftentimes
1: a lot of artists tend to be LGBT. Um, and so what, and people often assume that there is no LGBT experience or community in Africa. But I know I spent um, last, the year before last Christmas Eve, I was in Nairobi and I went um, to a few clubs and one of them was a, um, a gay club. So um, um, what can you tell people about the the gay community or the gay experience in, in Kenya or Nairobi?
2: For me, I would I say like uh, in Kenya, especially in Nairobi, it's not that open, but it's not uh, like it's legalized and yet it's not like it's, like it's l- illegal. Because there are people out there, they know like, these people are gay, this is a gay club, people are gay. But not everyone is ready to impress the gay community out here. And um, like most, not everyone is ready to come out like I'm um, gay. We have people, we have musicians who are gay. We have news reporters who are gay. We have a lot of people who are gay, but not everyone will come out because basically because of their family, basically because of who they are. Like uh, some people will tell you, uh, I just don't want to become out to become gay. Say that I'm fully gay because I just want to have my family and have children. That notion of definitely my family wants uh, a child from a bloodline. Mm. So not everyone will not. They don't embrace it a lot. People are out here hiding, but in the meantime, there are people meeting up somewhere, doing their stuff. But in the end of time, when you meet them in the road, they'll be like. When you meet in the road, don't say hi to me because I don't want people to think that I'm gay or something of the sort. So that's life out here in Nairobi. Most, not everyone will embrace it. And the few that embrace it, they embrace it, but they just get a backlash from the, from the community. Not everyone mm-hmm. is ready. Few people in this community are like, okay, we are, time is changing. Let's embrace everyone. But not every other person is ready to embrace the change.
1: Do you think it's easier for people who are younger, who are in school, and like because like it's a it generational? Is it easier for people who are younger to
2: embrace it than people who are older? For me, I'll say yeah, it's easy for the people who are younger to embrace because right now we in we in a technology world where everything has been like uplifted. From where we, because right now in every movie like we, we see, if it's from the western or from from Africa, from where from Asia, we get to have a character, definitely there is a character that's gay. So you get to understand like love is love. You can't force someone to love someone else. If someone loves a certain gender, you can't push them. Because that's how they feel, and that's how no matter how much you try to push them away definitely they'll bring themselves back to where you're trying to push them even if not in your face, on front of you but mm-hmm. if they leave you for, they leave you at this particular moment, wherever they go, they'll come and do it and then they'll come and share it in your face that oh, I'm, all, I'm I'm straight and this and this but definitely they have done something out there. So I think the, our, the younger generation has started to impress the notion like um, yeah, there's gay people in this world and we have because you can't know maybe that person who you're saying like uh, you, you're not ready to embrace a gay person. He might be your uncle. He might be your brother. He might be someone close to you. What are you going to do if, if you find out that he's gay? Right. That's the main thing are you going to do. Are you going to kill that person? Are you going to push them away from your life? Are you going to like to judge them for, for their internal life? No, you can't. Not everyone can but definitely want that presence of that person in your life, no matter even if they're gay or not. There's that special thing in them that they help you in your life to grow you. So definitely the younger culture nowadays, has, it's embracing the gay community. And yeah, I see people who are like, okay, yeah, we understand. We're cool. Everyone, everyone is who they are. We have no problem. Let's as long as we call and everyone is living on their own pace. We're not uh, disturbing each other or, or in everyone's neck. We call. So mm-hmm. I guess the yeah. answer is quite okay. And so then one more question on this topic: um, for
1: if there are students who maybe are open um, among their friends in school, but now because of the what's happening with coronavirus, and they have to go home for a longer period of time where it, it may be an adjustment to have to kind of go back into the closet, so to speak. Um, do you think that that's an issue for some um, young students who are, um, who is that an issue in Nairobi where there are some young students who are open at school but are not with their family and now have to go back home
2: because of the lockdowns and everything? Yeah, I guess, yeah. I'll definitely say that's an issue because some of them will will just go home and pretend. As I say they'll just go home, pretend, pretend that oh, I'm cool, I'm this and this and this. But in the sense of it all, they're just subduing whatever they feel in order, like, to make their parents not judge them or anything. Basically, some of these students out here are like, let me just uh, keep this shit down to myself. Mm-hmm. Let my parents pay me my school fees. Let my parents pay for me my college money. Then after I'm done with that, then now um, it's my life after there. So my parents can't tell me anything because at least they'll have, I will have had my education. Now it's just my purpose for me to look for a job. So at least whatever I'm going to do with my life right now, they can't say anything. But because I'm still in school, I'm depending on them. So I have to pretend and keep as so I do whatever I'm feeling inside so that I can, I can just be like a good boy or a good girl for them right. to feel like, Oh, he's a good person. He's that, is that obedient? Is that, is a Christianity? Okay. Every parent will just tell you like, if you're gay, um, they'll just take you to the Bible verses like, Oh, it's, <laughs> it's not good. They're, they're mm-hmm. crazy, blah, 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 that kind of stuff. Yeah. So most of the university kids out here just pretend for them to just like, for their parents to continue paying for their for their for their fields, after that, after their school, then boom, everything comes up. It's like I'm coming out. Here. <laughs> um, um, come out just exactly after they're done with the university, they just come out to their parents. I'm gay. Okay. And um,
1: so, explain to me, like, tell me a little bit about. What is happening um, in Nairobi with like quarantine? Um, is there a so as of today? Is there a stay in place order in the city? Are people following that? Um, are people still working? Like, what's what's it feeling
2: like in the streets? It's not. It's not the same as uh, as it used to be because here we having like um we having a curfew from around seven p.m. till five a.m. in the morning. So, because most of the time I won't lie, most of the uh, I'll say in Nairobi, most of the Nairobians love going out at night, because from seven till five that's the the time that people are out there. First of all, on the weekends, that's -hmm. when the club make a lot of money because everyone is out. The club, the club, uh, the club. Hope in every single club you find them in Westlands. The next minute in Gong. the The next minute in town. The next minute where? It's because like. That's their life. That's how they are used to. But now, because of this corona, the curfew. Okay, it has reduced everything, because now the gatherings are not no longer there. Then there's this like a one meter rule. If you're traveling by the uh, by a bus or by a matatu, there's a one meter rule. You have to keep distance from your from the from your neighbor. The capacity mm-hmm. of which. Uh, the matatus or the buses used, like uh, they are used to carry, they are reduced to fifty percent of it. If it was a hundred, now fifty percent. If it was like eighteen people, now it's like six, seven. There to reduce the the tension of it all. Moreover, like it's it has for me, I'll say it has helped, but also there is a problem with it of of it all. Because if you, you can't tell me we are gonna keep a distance, I'm going to like, I'm walking out, I'm on the stairs, going down uh, to the door. Then you expect me to the gate, I mean, sorry. Then you expect me, I'm meeting uh, my next door neighbor. We can't keep a distance. Definitely we have to cross, to cross each right. other. Right. So if if he has cor- if he or she has corona and I don't have, how will I know? Definitely we will we'll interact. And if the other person has it, then the, this other person also getting infected. Well, we, can't, we that one rule, that one rule thing, we can't keep it like twenty four seven. It can't happen. We have right. to like that, to brush with each other in a way. And definitely, I think there's a lot. There's a lot that there's always a disadvantage and a disadvantage to everything. Nothing is always like a hundred percent positive, and nothing is always like a hundred percent. Negative, right? It has to be people, one thing has to weigh more than the other.
1: Are people wearing face masks when they walk out, like the mask over nose and mouth?
2: Yeah, I would say yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people do that, but not everyone, because in every society, you'll get those knackheaded kind of people, like yes. they just okay, I'm not going really, to see what they're gonna do, and I'm gonna do this. I want to see what's gonna happen. There are those people who just have thick heads, they just want to see if to see what someone is gonna do. They just poke you to see your reaction. That's that's how it mm-hmm. is.
1: Yeah, and and then so um, and is there and so so have there been a lot of cases of coronavirus in Kenya so far, or they're pretty much under control? I know because on most of Africa, it has
2: been. Not that many cases so far, but has that changed? Uh, it has changed because right now uh, it's around 126 cases. If I'm not wrong, that is not sure. Mm-hmm. I want to say I'm sure. And yeah, but if I'm not wrong, it's 126 cases. But the numbers have drastically like uh, increased from the first time we heard of the cases. But we can. We, we just have to wait and see because literally I'm saying right now, these cases, I think of these most cases, maybe they were there. Some maybe some people maybe were tested and uh, the results now, they are coming out now later on. So, yeah. So maybe a lot of people are getting tested day by day. Some people are being, quite, because some people are here, some people uh, interacted with, with someone who has corona. So they have to be isolated to be tested within if they have corona. So I guess... With these tests, getting up uh, from every single time, every single day, I guess we're having new cases every time and time. But more, with this curfew and uh, quarantine, I think it. In I, I'll say first of all, in Africa, I don't think the cases will be too much compared to the other to the Western countries.
1: fingers a little bit i want to play a little game um, that we play here at quarantine and chill podcast Um, Mm -hmm. so the game is called what would you do okay so basically in this game i give you i'm going to give you a scenario um, that's based off of something that can happen in a quarantine and then i'm going to ask you what would you do okay you ready okay i'm ready so so um So let's say that even though there is a curfew from 7 p.m. to 5 a.m., but let's say that one of your friends who lives nearby you, like the next building over, wants to have an illegal party. uh, And all you have to do is like kind of you can like it would be very easy for you to get there without being caught. What
2: would you mm-hmm. do? Ah, I will say the truth. I would risk it because I'm a party person. Why would I lie? I will risk it. I'm a party person. I like going. Okay, I'm not that too much of a party person, but I'm a party person, and I'm hearing there is a party next door. There yeah. is music. There is, <laughs> and it's not like um um. It's just hey, I will definitely go. I won't lie, I'll say the truth. I'll definitely go. But also I'll be cautious. I'll be looking from north to west, south to east, wherever yeah. to make sure yeah. that no one is to me. Yeah.
0: Citizens, what would you do in a scenario? You can go to our Quarantine and Chill Facebook page, let us know right now. You can also post it to your Instagram story or on Twitter. Just make sure to add us or to use the hashtag Quarantine and Chill. We'll share it.
1: No, I think, I think you know, it's funny because I've been in my building, we've been having similar conversations. Like every now and then I will talk to one of my neighbors and I, I live in a small building and we're talking about um, um, organizing a six feet away and chill thing in front of our building where we all, we all sit six feet away from each other and we all bring our own like food and drinks and stuff and have a little, have a little, a little barbecue get together because we're all just sitting in our apartments being like bored with each other um so i know i'm with you i i would i would have gone too i would have gone too so yeah, so you, you have the curfew you have the curfew but you can be outside during the daytime is what it sounds like yeah during the daytime you can be out um and um and are people able to go to work and everything
2: yeah people are, be, are able to go to work but uh uh yeah but not the way the people used to go to work normally that definitely time has to be reduced from the time that you work, you get into work, and the time you left. The hours of working have reduced definitely I because of it. this. You know.
1: And so for you, so so what is a day? What how has your day changed because of all of this? Are you still going to class, or is your class now online?
2: Uh, we don't have a class online yet. For us, we just do like um, there's some tests we are being. Uh, sent and then there's some uh, like uh, some syllabus we have, uh, we were given like we have to read them we have to catch up before we are getting back to school definitely right here schools are closed all the schools are closed from primary till to high school so to till to the university so no one we can't go to to school then some of the jobs some of the works are, companies are shut down but not all of them. Some are still operating, some are still shut down. It's not like totally a hundred lockdown, but I will say it's a sixty percent lockdown.
1: Mm. And so, what are some yeah. things you are doing to to um, like to occupy your time? Like, what are you doing to stay in shape? I know you're in good shape, or what are you doing to make sure you're eating healthy? Or just what what, do you, what 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 what's a, a wellness tip you would give to somebody trying to?
2: keeps herself together during the zombie apocalypse. Uh, for me I'll say just first of all you should eat well. Second of all, don't forget your body. Just sitting standing up, taking a walk around your house or around your apartment does magic. Don't just sit down, eat, I don't know, do no, just stand up, do some a little bit even if it's keeping a rope, even if it's <laughs> walking, even pu- even if it's one, but the, one push-up helps you a lot. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> one, it literally helps you a lot. So I'll, I'll I'll just tell someone: just don't just lazy around in your in your, in the house. Just do a little bit of an exercise. It will help you a lot. And moreover, don't forget taking a lot of water. It's good for your body. Yeah, because. A while. Right now, right now, when you're indoors, you're just your body's just gloomy. There's nothing. You tend of like your body tends to like um, what is it called dehydrate also in a way. So mm. I'll prefer, I'll tell someone to take a lot of water. It will help you a lot, and re, it will it will reduce the what is it called the stress in you. It's water helps a lot in almost everything.
0: Hi, citizens, for today's wellness tips, go to the Quarantine Until Facebook page. You can even leave some of your own. And it seems like for you, you're also um,
1: doing a lot of dancing to um, to keep yourself sane.
2: Yeah, definitely I have to dance to keep myself fit. I have to do some, I have to skip some rope. I have to do some squats. I have to do some press-ups for my body to, like, get to used to its daily routine because there's some, there's some part of the time that I have. I'm not used to doing some things, which are like right now, right now I'm not supposed, it's a weekend. I'm not supposed to be indoor. Right, right, right. <laughs> nah, i supposed, you, supposed to be Are you supposed to be out dancing and getting, thing. right, making new friends? Yeah, because, because literally right now, uh, I would say in, uh, mostly in, in Kenya, the clubbing life is much more like, boom, boom. It's it's much more epic than I think anywhere I don't know, but I'll say mostly anyway, because we club from morning till morning. <laughs> yeah, we club from morning till morning. That's it. Because we can, you can find people, uh, some people have gone to the club around, I don't know, seven. They just go there, they just take their sodas or whatever. Then it's reached 7pm at night or six or five. People are out going clubbing. And definitely you'll, you'll Club hope club hope. By the time you're reaching to the next club, it's five a.m. in the morning. Right, right, right. You're like, well, yeah, okay, because might as well, just might as well keep going. Yeah, because I hear, I hear in some in, in some in some other countries if it's get if it's, when it gets midnight the clubs are being shut down.
1: Yeah, here By in who? LA at two here in LA at two a.m. Actually at one mm-hmm. forty five in the
2: morning they stop, and at two p, two a.m. you have to leave. No, that's it. Here, you club until in the morning, six a.m., seven a.m. They'll be yeah. like, eh,
1: "You want me to leave?" Uh, uh-uh. uh.
2: <laughs> what? So as, long as, as long as, by that time you have, you still have your drinks, but you'll be okay. You drink when you finish, you go home, and that's, I, I, and that's why I say I, I love clubbing life in Kenya. It's amazing. Um and um. Are you uh, do you like to travel?
1: Yeah, I love traveling. I
2: do love traveling.
1: Do you where after this is all over and you know countries have opened their borders back up to traveling and more planes are going, where is somewhere you like to go?
2: Uh, the place I've been thinking of going, okay, Singapore. I've been thinking of going to Singapore. Ah, why Singapore? I just, I just love their culture. The culture just, there's something about their culture just interests me a lot. And I'm that one person who loves to know different cultures and get to know people from different kind of variety of life, from walks of life. I just need, I love knowing everyone. So I literally love to go to Singapore. They have, they have something that literally attracts me there. I
1: love it. I love it. Well, um, citizens, those those of you who are are listening in, you can go to citizenjonestravel.com and we can help you on your trip to to Singapore or to Kenya, which is a beautiful country. Got to put a little little plug for the business. Um, So last question for you, last question. for Actually, before the last question, um, if people want to find you online, to see some of your acting or see your dancing on TikTok or wherever else,
2: where can they find you? i mostly I won't say I won't put on my acting or anything of the sort. I'll just say I love dancing and usually I just do it on my Instagram account. So I'll just tell people to just follow me uh, on my Instagram account at Golden Boy Kenya. Okay. They'll just see me da- they'll just see me dancing, being hyped up. Just All me, right. just being. Me.
1: There you go, that, that, and that's what we love. That's what we,
2: yeah, last that's question what for we you. After, mm-hmm. after
1: this, after um, everything is over with coronavirus and um, people are no longer on lockdowns, there's no more quarantines. We have a vaccine that's been tested on everybody, not just Africans. Um, what do you hope that you personally and we um, and can, that maybe your Other people in Kenya, and we as a world, what do you hope that we all take away from this experience?
2: Uh, From this experience, uh, I think people will understand that cleanliness is something important. And um, it's not just about you getting out from the toilet, washing your hands, you getting out, I don't know from where, washing your hands. Basically, people will understand right now that you meet someone in the streets, greeting them by shaking them by your hands or hugging them. You don't know what virus they're carrying or whatever their body is carrying. So you just have to protect yourself. You don't have to go kissing every dick and hurry. You don't have to be like, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> just say hello by <laughs> mouth. It's quite okay. You don't have to be <laughs> hugging everyone.
1: Yeah.
2: True. You don't have to be hugging everyone. Not everyone is not like. They're not going to be your boyfriends. They're not going to be your girlfriends. Just chill. Just relax and just let's just be hygienic. Let's be clean. And then the other thing is just, we just need to stop this racism that's all over the world. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: We should embrace every culture, color, religion, from where the continent anywhere. We should just embrace people from who they are, where they come from, their skin tone, their gender, whatever. Let's just not be biased, because this country is not ruled by certain kind of people only. Other people rule it too. Basically, if it's not for those people who you are looking down on them, you wouldn't be where you are. You'll be nothing. So basically, embrace everyone, and everyone should be embrace everything. With life, okay. without, without, without us nothing will happen without the trees nothing will happen without the animals nothing will happen so let's impress everyone and everything i'm here for that do you feel that
1: people will be able to really understand that more because everybody on the planet is experiencing this in the same way regardless if you're rich if you're poor if you're european african asian whatever whatever it is you're experiencing this do you think that common experience will help the people realize that it doesn't make any sense to be racist, and that we all are really one person, one humanity.
2: No, I don't think there are people which they're just those people who will be will have will still have that notion that they are much more important than others. So it mm-hmm. won't, I don't think it will. It will ever change. But as long as we have that, we have the huge numbers that we've literally learned something out of this will be amazing. Change starts with you. And having mm-hmm. a huge number is the thing. As long as you embrace, you know, like we've learned something out of this. We, we're not supposed to be racist. We are supposed to embrace everyone. Even if we, we have that 2% and we have like the 98% who are like, we've learned something out of this. Let's embrace everyone. That would be nice. With the 2%, they'll literally come to the center and realize we, we are being so stupid. We need to change. We, we need to reason. We need to re- to reason up. But if we have the largest the largest number like the racist or whatever, the judgmental people out here, the world will never go anywhere. We'll still be, be- beating people in the streets, judging them by their re- color. We'll be uh, out here like praising I don't know who. So let's just let's just stop racism and be and love each other. Love is
1: all we need. Love, love will keep us together.
2: (laughs) Yeah, love is what we need.
1: Thank you for taking the time to talk to me and the Quarantine and Chill family. Um, So that's it for this episode of Quarantine and Chill with Steve in Nairobi.
0: Stay tuned for the next episode tomorrow. Thank you all. Gracias, Toda Oba, Mi. Oh Brigado, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us for today's episode of Quarantine and Chill, a creation of yours truly, Vincent Jones and Citizen Jones Travel. Much love to the amazing Ben Salk who produces, edits, and makes all the music for the podcast. If you love this episode, please like and leave positive comments on the podcast platform of your choice. You have no idea how much that helps us. Also, don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, where you can learn more about today's guests and get any resources mentioned in the conversation, as well as connect with other citizens in the Quarantine and Chill community. Until tomorrow, this is Vincent Jones reminding you to wash your hands. let Quarantine and chill. Quarantine and chill. Let's Quarantine and chill. Quarantine and chill. You know you can't go nowhere, hell no So let's quarantine and chill Quarantine and chill